This is Ria. Welcome to Little Stories for Tiny People. I am loving my new studio now. The spiders are all moved in. Hello up there. They've already sent me a few terse emails about how the corners in this studio are not as comfortable as the corners in the old studio. I replied with a winking emoji. All is as it should be. But to tell you the truth, I still don't feel ready to invite a guest over yet. In my last studio, I had a few mishaps. There was some damage to my walls and ceiling on occasion. There was that stack of plates that crashed and broke into a million pieces. Anyway, I'm still settling in. For example, I haven't yet found a spot for my seashell collection. And my Venus flytrap, Rohelio, is currently sitting outside my studio because I haven't found a good shelf for him. It's, it's pretty dark in here, so I'm rethinking bringing him here at all. You know, photosynthesis and all that. Plus, the bugs in here are extremely against it. I can see my spider friends tapping out some sharply worded emails to me as I speak. Friends, it is so hard to please multiple stakeholders with competing interests. Anyway, we have a story to get to, so let's do that. It is part two of A Giant Story. Take it away, Jack. Remember, there are no pictures. I'll have to imagine the pictures in your mind. You can imagine them however you want. Okay, let's go. Luigi knew where to go. He slipped through the dense thicket of giant feet, holding his crushed hand close to his chest, and made his way around the corner near his own house. He came to a bright red door, a door for someone his size. He knocked. It opened. Jordana, the plate washer who became fed up and walked off her job, Some say she vanished into the enchanted had forest. not escaped to the enchanted forest. Some say she was whisked off or by a been dragon. whisked away by a dragon. <sighs> Some say she floated away on a cloud. And she did not float away on a cloud. She had gone home. And there she was, looking bright and cheerful in the middle of what would have been a regular work day. There was a twinkle in Jordana's eye Luigi had never seen before. Luigi, good to see you. Jordana, we need to talk. He could see into Jordana's house and noticed the table was covered in mechanical parts and tools of all sizes. Oh? Yeah, I have an idea. Jordana stuck her head out the door and looked both ways. The street was empty. She glanced upward. The skies were free of pigeons. Come on in. Jordana closed the door behind them. The next morning, Luigi arrived on time for work. He had to wear a special, extra-padded glove over his mangled hand. 
Luigi could tell Bixby was trying not to look at Luigi's glove because it made him uncomfortable. Bixby dropped off his breakfast plate and Luigi began washing it, which was quite painful given his hand had still not healed much in just three days. Then Luigi began doing something he had never once in a million years imagined he would do. He started waiting for Avi to show up. As lunchtime inched ever closer, Luigi kept looking at the clock. He couldn't believe she hadn't shown up yet. He was getting nervous. Finally, just a few minutes before he'd finished his breakfast plate, Avi swooped in the window. You're back, she trilled. For some reason, I was thinking you had four days off. Good thing I saw you on my way to see Eliana next door. Avi, I am so glad you're here. Avi stopped and stared. That's not very kind. Avi fixed her small eyes on the ground. No, no, I'm not messing with you. I'm happy you're here. I have to tell you something very important. You are really happy I'm here. Yes, I have to tell you something. He's happy I'm here. He's so happy I'm here. Avi, focus. Right. You are ever so happy I'm here. And you have to tell me something. Because I am very important. Sure. Look, okay, I did the math. There are about 45 seconds of overlap during which every single plate washer is taking lunch. We need every single plate washer to meet at the big tree by the pond for those 45 seconds for a big announcement. Who is we? Me and Jordana. Ooh, Avi, focus. You are very important. You are the only one who can help us. Avi's eyes lit up. She stood up straighter on her perch. She puffed out her chest, and some feathers sailed into the air. I'm listening. Go tell every single plate washer to meet us there exactly at 12. One minute later, and we will miss our window of opportunity. Noon, okay? Got it. Avi flew off as if someone had lit a fire under her tail. Luigi heard her pass another pigeon as she flew. Hey, Avi, did you hear about Elmer and his cat talk now? I'm on a very important, top-secret, classified mission, and I'm the only one who can do it. And yes, I heard about it. At 11.59, Luigi and Giordana were at the big tree by the pond in the far northwest corner of town. Luigi's hand was throbbing from washing a plate for three straight hours. Giordana was looking completely relaxed from being at home working on her projects. Only about half of the plate washers had shown up so far. And it was clear Avi had told each of them different and incorrect reasons for their attendance. 
If you want half a chance to be part of a big musical number in the show they're cooking up, you might want to come now. My guess is Luigi wants to form some type of traveling circus. You should probably come to the big tree just to make sure. I cannot reveal the purpose of the meeting. It is top secret. The air of mystery alone should compel you to show up. Now that they were standing around, the plate washers were getting restless. Luigi, why are we gathering here? Yeah, this better be good. If I have to join the circus, I want to be a trapeze artist. Huh? Whoa, I need to have a chat with Avi. Look, everything will make sense. And be good. Don't worry. Well, if everybody makes it here. Suddenly, from around the corner came a great wave of plate washers, making their way towards the big tree. Avi was behind them, swooping up and down, back and forth, pushing them along. Noon! I said, I said noon! Let's go, people. We have ten seconds before noon. I am a very important pigeon! Luigi smiled as Avi ushered every last plate washer into place at the big tree. Her eyes met his, and they nodded with mutual respect. Luigi glanced at his pocket watch. It was noon. They had 45 seconds. Giordana nodded for Luigi to begin. I'll make this quick. None of us are happy about the way things are, and we can change them. Bixby crushed my hand the other day. Ouch. Gotta hurt. Happened to my cousin last year. And it gave me some time to really think about this whole plate washer life. We can change this. Let me ask you, do you want more time off from work? There were nods all around. Do you want to make more money and have more freedom? Yeah. 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 Yep. Then come here tonight, after work, and Jordana and I will unveil our master plan. The plate washers looked unsure. Some of them crossed their arms over their chest. Some narrowed their eyes. Some furrowed their eyebrows. Some wrinkled their noses. Some... Okay, let's move on. They all looked... Suspicious. Luigi looked at his pocket watch. Time was up. (sighs) I imagined this speech going differently. Way better. I'm going to be kicking myself walking home later for not being a better, inspiring speech giver. But if you want life to be better, if you want to ensure you never have your hand crushed like mine, come to our meeting tonight. I promise you it'll be worth it. The plate washers were already shuffling away, back to wash the same one plate for the rest of the day, possibly for the rest of their lives. I was excited for the musical number myself. That night, Luigi and Giordana met at the big tree. Again, Avi dutifully flew around, gathering up as many plate washers as she could. Only a handful actually showed up. 
Avi shrugged. There is a lot of stuff on Netflix these days. Luigi sighed and welcomed the ragtag group that did show up. Then, Jordana pulled out a roll of paper and unfurled it to reveal their master plan. Whoa, We're gonna make that? it's possible. Oh, it's possible, Luigi said. Jordana's already made a prototype. A plate washer-sized prototype. Jordana rolled out her prototype, and everyone gasped. She showed them how it worked. They were in awe. All we need to do is make one that's a hundred times bigger. The plate washers smiled and nodded. That night, they worked the entire night on the secret project. And in the morning, they were like one-fiftieth of the way done because this is not a dramatic movie. This is a very realistic story with a believable timescale, people. Plus, they only had a handful of plate washers helping. But word got around about the secret project. And the next night, they had twice as many plate washers show up. By the fourth night of work, almost every single plate washer arrived to help. Even Tatiana, who everyone knew never went out at night because she had a pet goldfish that was afraid of the dark and needed comforting from twilight to dawn. She said she left the light on for Jensen, the goldfish, and tossed a soft blanket atop his fishbowl with a hedgehog pattern on it. For the next seven weeks, they worked every single night on their project. On the last night of work, Luigi watched as the plate washers finished their masterpiece. There were loads of ladders leaned against it, with plate washers going up and down, fixing things, drilling other things. It was amazing to watch them all work together. Avi showed up and landed on a tree near Luigi. Nearly there, I see. Incredible, isn't it? Two months ago, I was nursing a broken hand. Now? Well, it's hard to believe where we are now. Do you think the giants will accept it? They don't have a choice. We're not backing down now. In the morning, the plate washers were up before the sun rose above the trees. They ran some final tests on their creation. Then they each went off to their giant's home and left a note at the sink. They returned to their gleaming masterpiece, covered it with an enormous tarp, and waited. It didn't take long for them to hear a rumbling sound. Twenty-two giants make a great deal of noise, especially twenty-two annoyed giants. The plate washers watched as the giants came up the hill, grunting and grumbling to one another about their missing plate washers. Finally, the giants met the plate washers face to face. Well, actually, toe to face. The plate washers only came up to their feet. The giants glared down at their employees, looking mad and a bit wounded. On cue... 
Avi flew upwards in a graceful arc. As she flew, she called to the plate washer nearest to the Bluetooth speaker. Hit it, Winston! In a flash, Avi grasped the tarp with her beak and flew upwards, allowing the tarp to pull away and reveal what the plate washers had been working on for two months. The plate washers cheered. The giants gasped. It's metal. It's square. It has a door. Luigi stepped forward, puffing out his chest. Jordana, tell them what they've won. Jordana stepped up wearing a plaid suit and holding a microphone. Well, Luigi, they've won something grand. It's the Super Deluxe Dish Power 3000 XXL. Just take a gander at that stunning stainless steel exterior with gleaming chrome handles. Jordana pressed a button on the remote she pulled from her jacket. And giants, take a look at what's inside. A spacious, beautifully designed, superbly organized interior that will have your plates comfortably snug as they are washed with care. The extra powerful scrubbers will banish scrambled eggs and eyeballs with ease. The eco-friendly drying mechanism will leave you with a warm feeling in your soul. The plate washers were giddy. They clasped their hands together and watched for the giant's reactions. Bixby piped up. What exactly is it? Avi swooped down, unable to contain herself. It's a dishwasher. The giants just stared, dumbstruck. Jordana continued her presentation. For just two gold coins per day, each giant can wash a plate up to three times. That's three times, I said, three. Plus, by joining Wash Club, you get a free extra plate as a backup. Maintenance is included. No more worries about accidentally crushing your plate washer's hand and putting them out of work for days. At that, Bixby looked at his feet. The other giants cautiously looked around at one another. Luigi stepped forward. We want to change the way our world works. We want your plates to be clean, and we want to live our lives as we wish. We want to be carpenters and engineers and watercolorists and sunset kayak tour guides. We want to enter our cats in competitions. Well, one of us does. We have worked for two long months to make this transition the best it can be. We can both get what we want. Do we have a deal? The giants looked at each other. They huddled together and spoke in whispers, which were still super loud for the plate washers. I like the button. Did you see the button? We get an so extra plate. Shiny. I don't want to crush any more hands or feet, which I did Guys, once too. You saw the shiny buttons, right? Finally, Bixby stepped forward, crouched down, and held out his hand to Luigi and Jordana. You've got a deal. The plate washers, although they really can't be called that anymore, the smallish people broke into applause. 
We are excited to press the buttons," Bixby said. "They are so very shiny." The giants clapped, and the small people had to ask them to please stop because it was causing an earthquake. They each took turns pressing the shiny buttons. It was a very good day. You're probably wondering how things turned out for Luigi. Well, he entered Julian in the regional cat competition. They won fourth place. They were both happy because it gave them something to work towards. Luigi also opened his own carnivorous plant shop. The bugs in town were very unhappy, but Luigi was thrilled. Avi started working as an assistant at the dishwashing station. She'd remind the giants which buttons to press when they got confused. They are just so shiny. She'd let out a whistle when a load was done, and she visited Luigi whenever she could. Giordana became a full-time inventor and made all kinds of interesting mechanical things for the giant community. The smallish people, no longer plate washers, continued to make money from the giant's payments to use the dishwasher, and they were free to pursue their dreams. Tatiana started a goldfish training academy with on-site therapy. And how do you feel about that, Bubbles? And Bixby? Well, if you recall, he enjoyed making cupcakes, odd cupcakes. He started a cupcake business. Cupcake shops might be popular where you live, but there were no cupcake shops in the giant's town. Bixby started the trend. His best-selling item was a garlic cupcake with eyeball frosting. Just kidding, olive frosting. Much better. Oh, I just received an email. To whom it may concern, based on the glamorized view of Venus flytraps in this story, we, the studio spiders, have assessed the threat level of Rogelio moving into our studio at level red, the highest. This is an increase from level orange that was assessed after your comments last week about how nice it would be to have Rogelio participate in Wacky Wednesdays. We, the Studio Spiders, submit this letter to formally register our displeasure at this heightened threat to our health and longevity. We request that you immediately find other accommodations for Rogelio and all other carnivorous plants in this jurisdiction. Friends, I'm looking up into my studio quarters, the ones best suited for cobwebs and the like, and wouldn't you know, no spiders to be found. Clearly, they are hiding behind their tiny laptops. Spiders. I'd I'd really rather discuss this off mic. I do not need to bring my listeners into this absurd discussion. Also, I have reconsidered, and I am not bringing Rogelio into the studio. It has nothing to do with your terse email, and everything to do with photosynthesis and all that. <sighs> Moving on to something less ridiculous. Big thanks to the listeners who provided sound effects used in this story. 
Thank you, Rosa, Amalia, Volan, Zane, Noah, and Yael. And thank you to Jack for providing this super important reminder message at the beginning. Little Stories for Tiny People is written, performed, and produced by me, Rhea Pector. Big thanks to my in-house tech director, Peter Kay, for running my website, littlestoriestinypeople.com, and for putting my stories on the internet for all of you to enjoy, and for answering all of my random technology questions at all hours of the day. If you loved this story, please share it with any and all giants you might know, all Venus flytraps and those who love them, and any would-be cat show champions. Also, share it with all pigeons who have a strong sense of humor. I could go on, but maybe I'll just leave it here. If you loved this story, go ahead and share the love. You are a wonderful audience, and I appreciate you. You can hear my voice on an upcoming episode of the Good Words podcast. In each episode, Miss Lynn explores a different cool word, and you will hear a piece of my tad and fish story on her episode about the word squelch. So go check out the Good Words podcast. Friends, this is my last episode of season six. I will be back. But I do have to take a break for the summer to write a whole new season of stories for the fall. But guess what? You have over 50 original stories to enjoy while I'm away. If you'd like to support Little Stories for Tiny People, you can share it, review it, and you can also find my book on the website, littlestoriestinypeople.com, and just click on book. Thank you, as always. For listening in.